The following podcast is an Embassy Row production. Welcome back to Side Peace Show. Yes, and you guys, let me share with you. First of all, picture this. Do you remember the Sex in the City episode? Carrie, as a quote, real person, is in a fashion show. So she's strutting her stuff down the runway and completely bites it. If that wasn't bad enough, then Heidi Klum, playing Heidi Klum, literally stepped over Carrie like Carrie is runway roadkill. Okay, now that you've pictured that, because I know you've all seen that episode, my girl Vivi. So I'm that psycho mom, right? She's two and a half, but I'm like, oh, please. The soccer league, she is so much better than the other two and two and a half year olds. I'm going to bump her up to the three and three and a half year old team. So we go Sunday and I'm like, okay, how's it going to be? And she's still actually as big, if not bigger than some of these kids. But like they're skilled, right? They've been doing this for a, another year. Vivi, my crusher, gets out there. She's scoring the goals, right? She is just jamming left and right. Then we go to the obstacle course and there's a boy in front of her, bigger than her, and he falls and he starts kind of crying out for mommy and all this stuff, which of course Vivi would never do. Come on. But he's crying out for mommy and she turns, my sweet Vivi turns and kind of holds her hand out like to help him up. And he just turns away and keeps crying for mommy. Then she literally, like Heidi Klum style over Carrie Bradshaw, steps over this kid and continues on with the obstacle course and crushes. You guys, I don't know which made me more proud. The fact that he, you know, she's helping this poor little boy up or, okay, no, definitely not that. I mean, that was sweet. No, mommy is definitely more proud. Stepping over the obstacle course roadkill and jamming your way through the rest of it like a crusher does. It was such a proud moment. Oh, my gosh. And now it is on to from my side stealer, Vivi, to my side stealers of the week. I've realized in life there are no certainties other than the fact if Kathy Hilton is ever in an episode, Please be certain she is always one of my side stealers. And now that also goes for Juan Dixon, Robin's husband from Real Housewives of Potomac, purely because he's hot. Okay, that's it. That's my other thought. Shaz, Vita, you guys, Vita, MJ's mom, where do I freaking start with this woman? I will start with the yoga. I would pay serious amount of money to do yoga with Vita. But then Vita just comes out swinging, even after the whole I can't get down on the mat thing, with, oh, yeah, good job, MJ. You're good at spreading your legs. Like, she was just saying it so, like, freely and matter-of-factly, like, look at this beautiful ocean next to me. It's so calm and nice. <laughs> oh, Vita, in all these years, we still love you because you never, ever change. Below Deck Med. Roy Orbison Jr., the charter guest. So you're watching the show, and the drunker as a skunker he is getting, the more to me he actually went from, oh, dear Lord, I'm like very embarrassed for this guy, to me then thinking, 
why the hell am I not there with him double fisting tequila shots and champagne? And then we see him wanting to jump off of the side of the boat, drunk as a skunk. And I cannot wait for this episode coming up. Beverly Hills. Oh, did you guess it? Yep, we're back to Kathy Hilton. All right, when she is cleaning up broken glass with a grill brush, I mean, let's be real though. Kathy freaking Hilton could come sweep my entire house with my toothbrush and I would love every single minute. And then she could still serve her stale ass bread to all my guests. And that wraps up my Side Stealers of the Week. But what else is hot and happening in Bravo world? Potomac. Oh, Mia. Poor Mia. Mia and her new boobs, but in her re-energized stuff down there are in for it with these ladies. Mia, have you not watched previous seasons? Don't you know what happens when you come for the green eye bandits? But I appreciate it. She's holding her own so far. I dig a new girl. Get in there, Mia. Get it. Don't let them take you down. Giselle, Robin, I love you. And Juan, you're still the hottest. Beverly Hills. So Erica has her assets and account frozen during these court hearings and investigation. That should be the shocking part. However, the other lady saying, oh, yeah, like that has totally happened to me. Like it's this common thing. Like they every day just have court orders against them and assets frozen where they can never touch their money again. You guys, that is not normal. Why am I watching this? Like, oh yeah, dude. I mean, of course you've had your assets frozen. That was crazy to me. But on the flip side, I am very happy that we've established that Kyle and Rena do not like penises as large as eggplants. Carry on. New York. Ramona. Yeah, Ramona with the one-liner of the season so far with her. She's snapping like a turtle, and it's not turtle time. I love when you take your thing and you bring it into a one-liner of the season that can knock you out. Ramona, good job. And that wraps up all the hotness happening in Bravo. You guys, thank you so much. As always, you're the best. Thank you for the love. The support, have I told you lately, like every single freaking time, how much I love your comments, your reviews, your subscribing. I can't believe how many subscribers I have. I can't believe it. You guys are the freaking best. It makes my world. And thank you for sharing it with all of your friends so we can celebrate all of the entertaining and delicious parts of Sidepiece Show together. You can find me at Sidepiece Show. That's at S-I-D-E-P-I-E-C-E-S-H-O-W. Thank you again, you guys, for all the love, always, all the amazing support, and I will see you next Wednesday. My guest today, the hottest Brazilian to ever hit the sea. She's a new mama, but the same absolute badass. I'm so excited to share with you one of my favorites from Below Deck Sailing Yacht, Danny Suarez. You guys, are you ready? On land or on a super yacht in the sea, she is the hottest new mama around. 
She is our side piece all-star. She is the best stew from Below Deck Sailing Yacht. You guys, it is Danny Suarez. You guys, <laughs> let me tell you real quick, looking at this woman, she just gave birth almost two months ago. I looked like dog poo, okay, after giving birth. <laughs> so the fact that you look this freaking smoking hot, I am like baffled right now. You are very kind because I look absolutely terrible. <laughs> you look, okay, okay. The most important thing, how are you doing? How is it being a mom? I'm so tired. <laughs> oh, no. It is hard, but it's getting better already. So I'm already seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, you know? We're getting to know each other. Uh, Lily's getting a little bit more independent. So she's, because she's on me all the time, 100%, 24 hours. <laughs> is it just so now, you two? Yeah, it's just us. Oh my gosh. Like no, na- na- nothing? Nothing. Danny. I have you- a couple of friends that come over sometimes, but we are on lockdown, so... They're not allowed oh, that's to right. come in. Let me start with just like how, you know, you come on Below Deck Sailing at your freaking rock star. How do you, though, in your world even get hooked up with Below Deck? So I actually applied for it. I saw an ad on uh, Instagram and I was like, I'm ready to leave yachting. Why not go on Below Deck and end, you know, in a high note or why not? Uh, so I sent my CV and then done a few Zoom interviews. I was actually interviewing for the main below deck, the one that was filming Thailand. Right, right. Because I was in Thailand at the time, but I was working on a boat on charter and I got confused with the time zone and I missed the call with the executives. <gasps> no, with Captain Lee. Yeah. Got it. And obviously the executives will be like, well, this girl just missed her call. We, we know we're busy and all, we don't have any other time, <laughs> you know, <laughs> who is this girl? So I missed that chance. And then I just kept in touch with the casting people. And when it came around to Below Deck Sailing, they asked me, do you have sailing experience, whatever? And then I just did a couple more interviews and that's it. Had you had sailing experience? I, I had on one boat, but it was one very big boat. It was 80 meters. And it doesn't even feel like sailing that much, you know? It's a proper super yacht inside, but it got sails. Dude, because I watched that and I was like, no way. I would be puking my balls off. No, honestly, motor yachts, I feel more seasick on motor yachts than sailing. Because sailing, the motion goes with the ocean. Oh, the motion of the ocean. ocean, baby. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. Exactly. (laughs) So you don't even feel that much at all. You just kind of go with it. As in motor, it's always trying to counterbalance the the movement. So it moves less, but it ends up moving in weird ways, you know? So you come on and you're like, sure, I'll do it. You've obviously never had a camera in your face 24-7. You're meeting all these new people. How was it then with both meeting all these new people that you're going to be stuck on this boat with and with cameras in your face? Honestly, I had such a mindset that I was like, I'm just going to go and work and see what happens. You know, like I had no idea, no clue, no nothing. And meeting everybody, I was so scared. I was like, oh my God, surely there's going to be somebody who's going to be horrible, who has no experience, who's going to be talking back at us, who's going to be a diva or something. I was just like preparing myself for the worst. Right. 
And when I met everybody, I was like, oh, these people seem okay. They seem quite normal. And the cameras, honestly, you get used to it in two days. It's so weird in the beginning. You get this person just like following you and you can't talk to them, you know, the fourth wall. So you just keep like, what are you doing? <laughs> Stop following me. But I can't tell you that because you're not supposed to like, I'm not supposed to talk to you. Exactly. And I can't, you can't, you know, mainly even to look at them. So you just go kind of side eye them like, what's going on? <laughs> but you, you get used to it. Are you normally like a private person? I won't go out and feel much or take too many pictures, but at the same time, an open book. If you ask me a question, I'll normally answer. Um, I have no problem sharing my life with people, you know? Right. So then you, the camera's in your face, you meet the crew. So instantly you liked everybody? Yeah, literally, literally. It was so funny. Even Natasha, my roommate, it was love at first, first <gasps> sight. She's so sweet. And like, you know, we were hugging. They didn't show on the show, but uh, as soon as I got on board, I sat down and I was like, I started hugging them because I was like, oh my God, I haven't touched people in such a long time. Oh, because <laughs> it came COVID. from quarantine. Yeah, right. COVID and everything. So I started hugging them and she was like, you're such a weirdo. Why are you hugging us? You don't even know us. <laughs> I can totally see her, like hear that, like coming from yeah. her mouth. It was magic. Like honestly, our crew was so good together. So there's no one that you're like, oh man, we're going to have an issue or like, I don't know if I'm feeling you and like your vibe. Not at all. Not, not, not the start with anyways. It's crazy. Other than Natasha, who else were you really like, oh my gosh, I love this person. I think it took me a little, like to say, I love this person. It took me a little while to warm up, but I really liked Gary to begin with as well. Right. Because he spoke Spanish and I thought it was really cool. And everybody else just took a couple of days to getting there like okay no I love this person who is the hardest to like break into and kind of build a friendship with or figure out funnily enough it was JL no way <laughs> he was very quiet and he didn't open up much to people you know even towards the end of the show he didn't really build a relationship with many other crew members mm -hmm. but that's I guess just how he is so he was the hardest to get to know I guess so okay so speaking of JL okay you <laughs> go instantly were you like this dude is hot what was going on? I mean I'm so into these like boat <laughs> romances like how does this start was it like you have to convince yourself or immediately you're into him it was I wasn't immediately into him no not at all first he was too young obviously as I said there a hundred times on the show <laughs> <laughs> and he was really tall I'm really short so I was like yeah no way I'm going there I didn't even thought about it like because I was like no nah, too tall too young pass <laughs> but then when we were doing the truth of there and he said that um you know liked me I was like ah, oh, I mean I'm not doing anything so may as well <laughs> <laughs> we're stuck here together you're cute yeah. but did you at least think he was cute at all yeah but uh, yeah cute that's that's what I thought yeah right so then he's like okay I mean I could make out with you and you're like sure why the hell not what else are we doing yeah I mean I'm I'm not busy right now so may as well <laughs> so but then you go into it like this is just gonna be fun making out that's it yeah Literally, a lot of people, oh my God, I get so many messages like, you, it didn't work because of you. You kept saying that it wouldn't work. I'm like, but yeah, but like we live in different parts of the world to start. 
not gonna move to America. Also, not as easy. I can't just pack my bag and go to America. Right. Uh, he can't just pack his bag and come to Australia. And I mean, we barely know each other, so obviously, it's not gonna work. I feel like there's someone like you, who's like run a boat for just six weeks. What are we gonna do, right? And you get so much heat for like, uh, you're not quote making it work. But then there's someone who's like Gary, who's having sex <laughs> with Sydney. Sydney's hooking up with another, and then I feel like. He didn't get heat or maybe he did, but like just as a viewer, I feel like how is this such a double standard, right? You're being realistic and trying to be like smart about it. Like this is going to end when we are done with this, this charter. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. The double standards, even with the Gary situation, I feel the girls got heat way more than him. Uh, and he's just like there in the middle, just like, oh, this girl's fighting over me. <laughs> And he got a tiny little bit of hit, but I feel like, yeah, the girls definitely got more. And I definitely got a lot. Oh, the amount of times that I was called, you are the adult one. I was like, I'm sorry, but I think 24 is an adult. I mean. Oh, <laughs> he, they're saying you're the adult. You should yeah. like, know better. And because Jay yeah. is a little boy. Exactly. The amount of times I heard little boy, it's insane. Well, but you're like, well, little boy in many regards. So maybe yeah. it is kind of true. but like that's insane like you said that's insane like Gary's bone and all these crew and like doing what he's doing and hooking up and back and forth and then you're just like I'm just being realistic let's have fun and then we call it a day yeah no but Gary's a boy you know so that's a boy thing it's okay totally right did you know all the stuff going on with Gary and Sydney and Allie and like the really in like the details of it no it's insane watching the show the amount of things that we didn't notice that I had no idea it's it's incredible because obviously I knew straight away that he could hook up with Sydney because I cleaned the cabin and I was like, there is no way that this dude didn't had sex, you know, there is no way. Right. And I knew it straight away. And then I joked with Gary about it. And, you know, I mean, in my mind, I was like, ob it's obvious. Everybody knows it. But I didn't know, like, all the things that were being said behind our backs or how Sydney and Ali were fighting and saying things to each other I didn't know the ins and outs of it you know we just see that you know from our perspective I was just like in my head I thought that Gary was the one leading Sydney on and I thought that he didn't tell her anything and he was and then when we watched the show it's like oh he was actually quite clear to her he actually told her that he didn't want anything serious so it's insane the amount of things that we don't notice when we are actually filming it did it make you leave a weird taste in your mouth for Sydney then? Like, are you, how are you guys right now? Oh, we're okay. I feel like, I feel like she learned a lot watching the show and she's just a little girl. She was 24 as well. <laughs> yeah. I don't have anything bad to say about her. I feel like she could have done things better during the show. Um, there are a few things that she said that she shouldn't have said and kind of hurt us, but you know, it is what it is. You have to, forgive people and as long as they learn their behaviors it's fine right so where are you now with Gary like are you and Gary cool uh we don't actually speak not because we had a fight or anything it's just he's literally the only person on the crew that I have no contact got it and you're friends with Ali good friends right yeah no me and Ali we were really good friends um she's in Australia we haven't managed to see each other yet because of all the restrictions um, right. in Australia, we have restrictions from state to state. It was a risk that she would come over and it wouldn't be able to go back or she would go back and have to quarantine in the other state. So, and now we are all in lockdown again. So we haven't managed yet. Okay. So then what 
backed it in JL. So you're like, I just want to hook up with this dude, you know, have some fun. And then all of a sudden you start turning and you start liking him a little more. Is it just because you guys are stuck together and like, this is your 24 seven and you really started developing feelings for him? But he was a nice person. And I feel like I developed feelings for him the same way I developed for everybody. We stuck in this experience together and it's so... It's a lot. It's <laughs> overwhelming. And it's, it's just like, you know, you're... Exactly. You're and on he, top of each other. No pun intended, but you're on top of each <laughs> other 24-7. I mean, there's no break. Exactly. And we get it. And we get it, you know, because we are there together. So we get each other. We understand. And I feel like that's the way I start developing feelings for him. Like I loved everybody on the boat by the end of the season, even with everything, even with fights. And I just loved everybody. We just had such a good connection. And I think anybody would start feeling a little bit you hooking up with somebody for a little while, right? Right. You might not feel like there is a chance to keep going, but you will feel a little bit because you've been hooking up with this person for a little while. So, but like when he starts itching, oh my God. Oh my God. I was dying for you, Danny. All right. One thing I had to say, everybody was like, she just went around and told all the crew about it. And I was like, guys, we're on TV. Everybody's going to know about this. So what's the point of me not telling everybody? You your know? friends are your crew. I mean, it's your, what are you supposed to do? Go tell the dolphins in the, in the ocean next to you? I mean, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And everybody can see that I'm upset. So I was like, well, everybody's going to know about this anyway. So I might as well tell everybody. Oh, that was oh, so bad. because. I'm like, we're just having fun, just enjoying cheddar. And then it comes diseases. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe this. And I knew if that was something, it wouldn't be me. I knew that for a fact. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe this. This is so embarrassing. <laughs> How long was it from the fact that he's like getting some itch down there to when <laughs> you guys find out? Was it a long time or just like a day that he found out then it was just freaking shaking? <laughs> um I have no idea to be honest but I think it was like two days maybe but I completely ignore him after he told me that right I I just shut down I was just like I want to leave this is too embarrassing I don't want to deal with this this is horrendous so I kind of ignore him until he came and talked to me on the bridge and he was like oh I'm sorry that was nothing blah blah blah. and I was like okay cool (laughs) and it's so funny because people also go like why did you go back with him if you know that he could have got, you know, gave you something? And I was like, yeah, but he didn't. So I don't know. <laughs> so we just resume. Again, we're stuck. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Where am I going to go? What am I going to do? It's fun. I mean, it's like you're just trying to go through, like, to keep the time going, right? Yeah. You know, and it's such a, so stressful. Yachting is so stressful. Everything with the cameras, it's just ridiculous. So, you know, it's just keep keeping each other comfortable and giving each other that sense of security, I guess, you know? Right. So then we see you like, screw it. Let's go. Let's go do it. Right. Let's go for it. You know, the whole scene, right. Let's do married and babies and this and that. And it kind of like, they obviously the editing, it's so like, they know what's coming. Then it's like, literally they edit it and they're like, boom, baby. You know, that's how yeah. we are portrayed. So where, like, I'm just, I'm just so curious about the whole thing. Like this happens, you leave the boat, you get back home, you're in Australia. Yeah. So I was in quarantine in Australia 
because uh, we have a two week mandatory quarantine. And I, I was like, oh, I feel a bit weird. You know, like my boobs felt weird. I was going to the toilet all the time. And I'm like, okay, that's really strange. I never felt like this way before. And then my period was late for two days. And I was like, okay, there's something wrong there. And then I call one of the nurses in quarantine because they have nurses call you every day, you know, to make sure you're right. And I was like, um, can I have a pregnancy test? And she was like, oh, sure, I'll arrange it for you. And then I got a test and I did it and it was positive. And I was like, oh, no. And then I went online and I bought like three more tests. <laughs> you know, the ones that say how many weeks you are and everything. <laughs> And I just did like one very early in the morning, one in the afternoon, one at nine. And I was like, yeah, no, they're all positive. Then you bought three more to make sure. Then you bought three yeah. more to make sure. They all say the same thing. And I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? For me, having an abortion was never an option. Again, as I said on, on the reunion, women should do whatever they want with their body. And they have all the rights and I support their hundred percent. Just with me personally, I just felt like I couldn't. So I was like, I was just thinking, how am I going to do this? How am I going to go on with a baby? I don't have a job yet. I just moved to this country. Should I go back to Brazil? What should I do? Yeah, it was, it was a pretty emotional quarantine. <laughs> Were you by yourself? Yes, by myself, no fresh air in a hotel room couldn't even open the door the alarm would go off it was it was very intense because the show put you in a quarantine for two weeks no Australia has uh, put us in quarantine for two weeks got it oh my gosh okay so and your family's still in Brazil yeah <gasps> and they can't even come in anyway no, because I really really want to bring my mom in so Australia has exemptions for close relatives or immediate relatives right but believe it or not your parents are not considered consider your immediate relatives for some reason no so only what, your partner and kids so until covid is lifted again and you guys are open yeah. and then before when you found out that you were pregnant were you guys it was still locked down so she couldn't come in anyway no no she couldn't because australia has been locked down since the beginning of covid since beginning of 2020 Oh my gosh. Okay. So you're sitting here by yourself in a freaking hotel room and you find out from 18 pregnancy tests that you are indeed pregnant. <laughs> so we like, okay, JL, you're the dad. Yeah. Wait, were you I guys mean, still I, talking then? We were, we were, we're still talking every day. I think he was probably the first person I told about it. He and my best friend. And obviously we all, we're all in shock. Like we're all shocked. We didn't expect this. So he was pretty shocked for a little bit. He was like, I need a little bit of time to process it. And I'm like, yeah, me too. <laughs> I also need time to process it. It was, it was really intense. Then it all started. Like I, I want to be a part of the baby's life. I don't the back and forth. I mean, what, how did it yeah. start going like unraveling with him? We were, he was kind of okay with it. You know, he was like, I'll support you 100%, whatever you do. And many times I was like, listen, I know this is my choice. This is my body, my choice. So I'm giving you a choice too. I'm not, I'm not getting rid of the baby. If you don't want to be part of the baby's life, just tell me, you right. know, and you know, it's your choice. You know, I believe in people making their own choices. 
And he was like, no, I really want to be part of this baby. I'll support you, blah, blah, blah. And went on like that for a couple months and we're still talking every day. And then suddenly it just got a bit weird. Like we weren't talking every day. He wasn't replying to my messages. When I was 16 weeks, I was told that a baby could hear things. So I was like, oh, do you want to make some audio so I can put the baby to listen to it every day? Blah, blah, blah. Never got one audio from him. And then in December, things just turned and I was like listen I've told you before if you don't want to be a part just let me know because you causing me so much stress with being so vague and that's when he asked for the DNA test and obviously I got upset about it because I was like dude I just told you but cool you don't trust me fine but you organize it because I don't need a test I don't want a test so if you want a test you organize it and then I'll do it and just it never happened I mean, so he's demanding this and like, I don't know if I'm the father, but yeah, I'm not going to do anything to prove to myself that I'm the father. <laughs> yeah, because um, I gave him my address, gave him all my information. And I was like, let me know what else do you need to get this done? And I'll give you whatever information you need. I did block him in all social media as he made it very public, but you can still email me. You can still call me. You can still text me. Right. Why are we doing um, social media anyway? Yeah, exactly. You don't need social media to talk to people. Right. And I was like, I really don't want to be friends with you anymore. I've just lost every interest I had on you. But obviously, I'm here. Whenever you need to talk about the baby, email me, call me, message me, and I'll always talk to you about the baby. And that's where we were at in the beginning of January. And since then, we exchanged maybe like 10 messages all together. Holy crap. Are you kidding me? No, he knew when my due date was. He didn't reach out on my due date. He did complain that I didn't share the birth with him. But I'm like, dude, you said you're not the father. So, and you're not being communicated with me. Do you think I'm just going to video call you during the birth? I'm like, hey, watch the birth of your, the daughter that you don't think is yours. Right. Like, doesn't even make sense. He did reach out and say that he was making arrangements for the DNA test. But still hasn't been done I'm still waiting for it and you know I'll believe his words when they become actions I mean at this point though do you want him a part of your life the thing is I don't want my daughter one day to be like oh he wanted and you didn't you didn't make it possible right so whenever he feels like it whenever he wants it the doors will be open I just don't want to have to answer that to my child one day but he will have to answer that to her and be like, why it took you so long? Why didn't, weren't you there before? That would be for him to answer. So you gave birth though there in Australia. Yeah. But like no one's there. So we'll just like, you just had friends with you. So I had my manager from work. She's amazing. Her name is Claire. Hi, Claire. Hi, Claire. <laughs> Thank you she's for being there for Danny. Thank oh, you. She's absolutely amazing Melissa you have no idea and she was there with me and uh, she video called my mom and my best friend during birth so it was kind of the three of us there it was really emotional but she she was amazing honestly I couldn't have done with the people from my work I could not have done they are absolutely so supportive and so amazing so your work you mean what work is that so I came out of quarantine on the 4th of October and on the 6th of October, I had an interview as a beauty therapist in a clinic. No. And when I went for the interview, they were like, do you want to stay and start today? And I'm like, sure. Why not? So I started working two days after I left quarantine. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So you go from filming 
and then you're done. You you just did not want to do yachting anymore. No, I just, I just had no intentions. I thought maybe of doing below deck in the future, but uh, not regular yachting. No. (laughs) So would you go back though? Would you go back and be on a show? Well, now is obviously hard with baby, right. but never say never. I had such a good experience. I feel like production and even the way they edit, they couldn't edit something that I didn't do. So it was all me anyways. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I had a good experience. It was a bit traumatizing, but it was great. Okay. But right now though, you're an esthetician. Yes. Yes. That's correct. Oh my gosh. And so, but can you guys work right now? No, we, we are, the clinics are closed. Everything, um, the only things open are the essential business at the moment. So nobody's working. Everybody's at home. You know what though? Maybe this is a good timing just because you have, you know, you're a new mom, you have a new baby. It's time that you're going to be, I know you're probably going crazy. Like I need to get the hell out of this place. But at the same time, I'm sure many people would be like, oh, I wish I didn't have to go back to work and I could spend it at home with my new baby. You're right. It's, it's good because, I mean, like, at least I know that I'm staying home and I don't feel guilty staying home because like, oh, nobody, everybody's at home. So it's fine. <laughs> right. Do you, ha- do you have a boyfriend or anyone in, like a man? Oh, no, 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 no. I don't even, I don't <laughs> even look at me. Oh, it just, just makes me sick. <laughs> JL just like ruined it. Okay. Oh, we, he did. He ruined it for all the men in the world. I just can't anymore. Are we going to go to women now? We pick it up <laughs> no. from, the, from the boat? Yeah. No, I'm just going to be a sexual. No more partners. It's just Lily and I. Oh. Just me, myself. I can, listen, you can clearly take care of all of it then. Honestly, thinking about a boy right now, it just makes like, Bleh. Oh, and by the way, but you're still in it. Like everything's healing. Like you're tired. Don't touch me. My boobs. Everything is just like, you're literally still in it. That is the thought. By the way, they were like six weeks, you know, is your checkup. I'm like six weeks. I'm like, I need six months to recover. (laughs) Wait, is Allie, so she's has to be due soon. No, or no. What is she? I think she's due in a couple months. Seven months? Yeah, like around a couple months. She's seven months now. She just started her third trimester. Oh, oh my gosh. And that's the one you're closest with in the show. Yeah, and Natasha and Daisy as well. We talk to Daisy really often. I'm going to end up having to go visit Ali because she's almost due and borders is too closed. So oh <laughs> Lily got her vaccination so she can fly already. So like... I- I mean, I don't know. I just think you're so freaking amazing and like so badass. You're doing this all literally on your own. I mean, what do you think is harder being going through what you did with JL and on the boat and the possible STDs and all this, or like being in it right now with like a new mom? Thank you. Uh, I think, (laughs) I think they hard in different ways. Yeah. At least now it's with Lily. I know that this is my little person for the rest of my life. And she's hopefully gonna not gonna hate me too much when she's a teenager and we can be friends. She will. They all do. We all do. Yeah. <laughs> like if it'll be a phase, you know. It's like yeah, a, yeah. We always hate our moms, I feel like at some point. We're the cause of oh. the root of all problems. Yeah, it's it's you just get yourself into the bubble, as you know, when you have a baby, and it's just like this is such a tiny little mush, little puppy thing and depends on me for literally everything. And it's so fragile. Look at when you were taping, right? You were like, oh my God, when you got there, the camera's in your face. And you said it took a little bit, but then all of a sudden it's like your way of life. 
Like you were so used to it, right? On the boat, the cameras and like all this stuff. You, you know, you just need to, to get going a little bit. Yeah, no, 100%, 100%. It's, it's with everything, isn't it? In the beginning, when you start, you're like, oh, what am I doing? How do I do this? And then as soon as you pass the little first stage, you're like, okay, this is fine. I, I can do this. How was it, by the way, with Captain Glenn? Oh, my God. He's a gem. He's the best. He's amazing. He's our hero. Everybody loves him. And with reason, because it's not even always seeing the camera in real life as well. He's so funny and he makes so many jokes and he's such a genuine good person. It's it was amazing. I would work with him again in a heartbeat. He seems like it. Like you look at him, you're like, dude, you just seem like a good, nice guy. Like that's what I love. Have you had much interaction? I mean, obviously he has two crew members that are going through this. How was it? How has he been since like all this started going on with you and JL? He's been amazing. He messaged me saying, you know, if you need anything, let me know. And he was like, I can't give you any dead advices because I don't have kids. But if you need to talk to a somewhat adult, give me a shout. <laughs> oh my God, that's so sweet. That he is, is amazing. super sweet. Oh, yeah. It seems like it. Before you go, are you down to play a game? Yeah, let's okay. play. <laughs> it is called Naughty Yachty. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're so clever here inside. I know. <laughs> okay. So it's basically rapid fire. You just give me the first answer that comes to your mind. Are you ready for naughty, ready. naughty Danny? Who was a better fit for Gary, Sydney or Allie? Allie. Allie. If you had to do it all over again, would you still get with JL? No regrets. No regrets. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Last one. Which crew would you throw overboard? Ah, jail. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. No regrets, but I'll still but also <laughs> Danny, thanks for playing Naughty Yachty. Yay, hey. thank you. Okay, you know, do you ever watch The Housewives, by the way? Or no? I don't watch it much, but I follow so many Bravo accounts that I feel like I know everything about them. Okay, so, you, you know, when the show opens, they have a <laughs> little, like, tagline, okay? <laughs> Yeah. What would your tagline be? Oh my God. You know, I shouldn't be caught by surprise by this because I've been asked this before and I was like, oh, I don't know. Let me think about it. Um, maybe something like, what would you reckon? What would you give me? I would be like, I might be a new mama, but I'll like, I might be a, <laughs> it might be a, something about like being a mom, but like I'm a yeah. badass and I'll still rip your balls off. I'm a new mama and I take care of my baby, but I'll still rip your shape, chafing balls off. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, yeah, that's definitely not talking about anybody. Uh, love it. <laughs> okay, where can everyone listening who loves you as much as I freaking love you, where can they find you on social, on anything, everything that you're doing? So we, uh, I'm most active on Instagram. I'm a little bit active on Twitter and my handle is I am Danny Soares. Uh, we do have our pizza party once a week with Daisy and Ali. Uh, we talk about Below Deck. So it's about the episode and all that, our impressions. And we just launched a podcast as well this week. Yeah. Uh, it's Amazing. really exciting. Yeah. And we just talk shit basically. 
I love it. <laughs> By the way, if you ever need anyone that's an outsider that knows everything, sadly, everything about Below Deck, <laughs> I will be more than happy to run my mouth with you. With you. Oh, that's really nice. I may take you up on that, Melissa. Oh my God. I am game. I would love to talk shit and just run my mouth with <laughs> you guys all day long. Yeah. We, we literally have no script. We just talk shit and, you know, share stories and that's it. And by the end, it was like, oh, what did we do? How long was that? <laughs> <laughs> what did I just say that? Yeah. You know what? I love that. I would love to chat with you guys. If you ever need a fill in, I am always here for you guys always awesome just, thank you so much melissa i just like i can't even i mean the fact that you took the time and you have an eight week old right like behind you i mean you're freaking <laughs> incredible you're so strong you're so badass oh i really really do appreciate that it was my pleasure being here i, I love listening to side piece i love listening to you you have such a great energy so it's definitely my pleasure thank you really oh my yeah. god that is so <laughs> sweet that's the nicest thing ever I so appreciate that thank you so much I'm so happy we made this work thank you thank you so much it was of my course. pleasure thank you so much for listening to side piece make sure to follow on instagram with the handle at side piece show that's at s-i-d-e-p-i-e-c-e-s-h-o-w at side piece show And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe.